Welcome to We Talk Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Caleb. I'm Sasha. And I'm Colin. This week, holy shit, we're in the playoffs. Holy shit, we're in the playoffs. And holy shit, we're in the playoffs. So one of my favorite bands is The Replacements. They put out a box set with one of their kind of unappreciated records, Don't Tell a Soul, along with a very, very, very strange disc where they collaborated with Tom Waits. Oh. Which actually makes a whole lot of sense if you think about it, because at that point... I'm pretty sure 19% of the world's liquor was consumed by the replacements and Tom Waits. So here's my question for you. What is the best collaboration that you can think of musically where at face value it makes no sense at all? But when you think about it, it's perfect. You know, this would have been great to have like a night or two before this podcast so I think about it because I can't think of anything right now. Hey, I'm me? I'm just auditioning for Notch's job. Yeah, but this is like, if you were a goat, what would you say? And it's like, what? No, what? I I wouldn't say anything. I would yeah, bleat. exactly. And then so, right, no, but I would say yeah. bleat. And but what Notch? What's happening? Yeah, I, I suppose. <clears throat> anyway, collaborations. <laughs> Who you got? I I'd say this, this, oh, this hey, one. It's just saving me. Go 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 go. When Jay-Z and Linkin Park collaborated, it was I think it was experimental for the time, and it worked out really well. And that probably, was an interesting record, actually. So I mean, Jay-Z and the Beatles were better. They didn't actually collaborate, though. But for That going, was a solid record. If we're going mashups, they didn't tend to collaborate, but Notorious B.I.G. and Miley Cyrus. Oh, God, yes. Partying bullshit in the USA. Yeah. It's, I mean, that would have been a great collaboration still anyways. Still pumps me up. Yeah. It's just so great. But... I'm telling you guys though, like Tom Waits and the replacements, mm. super drunk, oh. late at night, but, and they just hit record. Mm. It was great. Like people actually met each other um, and collaborated. Probably yes. Eminem and Elton John. That was <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was amazing, and that and was George, ridiculous. Really good friends, like huh, weird. Did yeah. you, has Elton John heard any of your music, Eminem? Like, apparently sure. he did, and yeah. apparently he was a huge fan. <laughs> okay, I don't understand that either. Anyway. Uh, welcome to another edition of We Call It Soccer. Uh, this time without Notch, um, he has a backlog of schoolwork, so he doesn't get to celebrate various things tonight. Instead, we will soldier on. We'll start out with our first segment, the championship. But the championship is a game. Is it a game? Is it a league? No, it's the segment where we discuss America's top leagues, NWSL and MLS. First off, NWSL matches couple of midweek games, Houston and Washington battled out a nil-nil draw, which occurred. Yep, it definitely happened. That's what they tell me. Definitely went 90-plus minutes, and people were probably disappointed that they went to see the match. Probably there as well. Rain FC with a 2-1 win over the Utah Royals. How many times in that first half did the Utah Royals back pass in a way that probably should have ended in a goal. Too many. Way too many. It was frightening. Like, 
I kept on saying, this should be punished. It was like me trying to play out of the back on FIFA until I, it happens for the fourth time in the game. I'm just going to boot it long. I don't care anymore. Yeah, it, it was like Arsenal trying to play out of the back. Beth I wasn't going to go, go there. You guys are nice. I, you're my friends. I'm, I, I wasn't going to go there. I know, but... It was like Man City playing out of the back. There we there go. There it is. Bethany Valser opens up the scoring late in the first half. Uh, Utah kind of beat the run mm. of play for their goal. Um, they also had four players just touch the ball in the box. Junk, junk, garbage goal. Uh, but Jody Taylor, with a absolutely perfect kill of a volley, ends up slotting it on the ground, far post, slots in the winner. So does that mean Utah's out of the playoffs? Uh, not or, quite. Oh, okay, okay. They're the Colorado of this uh, oh, the, the, the better chance uh, than Colorado or no. worse chance? Oh, no. uh, it, 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 gets, <laughs> it, it does oh, not no. get better. Uh, Washington Spirit surprised 2-1 win at home over the North Carolina Courage, who have already won the Shield anyway, so who cares? Are they resting people at least? Not, not really, but who, who cares? Lynn Williams opened up the scoring right at the stroke at halftime. But then a couple of goals after the 75th minute from the Washington Spirits national team heroes. Uh, Mallory Pugh. Pew, pew, pew. There it is. Uh, on the left-hand posts for the equalizer. And then if you watch the World Cup, you'd think that she would score all the time. But this was Rose Lavelle's first goal for Washington. Which, it makes sense given that she's actually like oft injured and otherwise off with the national team because they schedule games whenever the hell they feel like it. <laughs> so, Victory uh, tour! Sorry. Absolutely amazing dribble by her, though. Um, Pass through three defenders, slotted it, low roller to the far post, gets the winner past Stephanie LeBay. Chicago, a 2-1 win over the Utah Royals. Yeah, Vanessa DiBernardo, uh, one time's off a of bad set piece clearance in the first half. Uh, Christian Press has an equalizer for Utah before, before halftime. Return um, to SeatGeek Stadium. She was a pretty solid player for the Red Stars back in her day, uh, but ended up getting uh, traded away in that blockbuster. I think the one that sent Carly Lloyd to Sky Blues, yeah, I'm which made that, everyone right? sad. <laughs> Especially Carly Lloyd. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, but the Red Stars would have the last laugh with Sam Kerr's shot and Perry straight to Natasato, who passes into an open net. Name a more iconic duo. I'll wait. I mean, there's no like Salah and Mane, but yeah, it seems trite at this point. Uh, name a more iconic <laughs> duo in um, WSL? Because, I mean... It, Carly Lloyd and her agent. Wait, uh, no, no, that was That's bad. like the opposite, man. <laughs> uh, but I'm, we do definitely need to mention this. Like, Sam Kerr and Yugi Nakasato, they are on fire together. That's going to be a really formidable forward line in the playoffs coming up. Chicago. Still my pick to win at all. I still have the courage, but that's that's a solid pick. Uh, Sky Blues with a 1-1 draw against the Orlando Pride. Uh, we do want to mention something here. Um, 92 days before this game, Sydney LaRue gave birth. She played in this game. Oh, wow. That's ridiculous. I think we're all qualified to say that we are impressed with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned. That's yeah. an achievement. Uh, Fallon's yeah. cackling in the background at my yeah. obtuseness. Yeah. 
Um, so let us take a moment to celebrate how dope that is. By not saying anything. There we go. Um, <laughs> a terribly cleared free kick fall to or fell to uh, Sheila Zadorsky for Orlando's first half opener. Uh, but then Carly Lloyd headed in the corner for the late equalizer. She is not tall enough to do headers. Like she's like Darwin Quintero proportional size. Well, he got some headers this week. Or which, a header. Yeah, which is very weird that like it should not happen because like you would expect someone that's tall to be able to beat that header, but I mean Sebastian Blanco won a header for Portland. He's like five foot nothing. And Darwin won a header this week. He's like five foot one. So like, you know. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Um Elizabeth Eddie had a stoppage time chance saved point blank by Ashlyn Harris. Who promptly like dragged her down? <laughs> well, then Eddie got called for the foul on Harris. Yeah, which I, I'm <laughs> guessing they ruled it that Ashlyn Harris had possession of the ball and Eddie was trying to kick it I, out. Well, That's the only the way that makes sense. The announcers are like, "Oh, Ashlyn Harris is not going to let go of that ball. She didn't have the ball. She yeah. had Eddie's foot in her yeah. grasp and and was just pulling." Yeah, like the ball is different than the foot, like. Dope boots, but whatever. Rain FC <coughs> clinch the playoff spot by winning 2-0 over the Portland Thorns in the Derby. Uh, Jody Taylor got in through the center back, so opened up the scoring. Then Bethany Balser, second goal, threw on the near post in the 81st minute. We should definitely mention this. Bethany Balser, surprise, surprise rookie of the year, almost guaranteed for her. She was an undrafted training camp invitee from an NAIA school. She's the first to ever sign in NWSL from outside of Division One. She's from Spring Arbor University in Michigan, which, yeah, you've definitely heard of that, right? This is a huge school for... No, no one's heard of it except for Bethany Balser and Ryan FC. And, and now do you have? Yeah, congratulations. So yeah. Knowledge is power. Moving into... N- or MLS, New York City FC 4-1 over Atlanta United. Uh, <laughs> that's a good notch impression. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, be significantly less of that laughing because he's not here this week. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sorry, but. guys. Uh, Sasha, do you have a good uh, notch laughing about Atlanta's misfortunes? Uh, <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> what, do you have any thoughts on this Admitting game? Admitting is the first part. <laughs> yeah. We weren't going to say anything. Any, any thoughts on this game? I mean, I hope this is how it plays out in playoffs. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Atlanta looked lost without Justin Martinez. Yeah, he, he's out for how long? Do we know? Um, said? The rumor was somewhere in the six-week range. Ooh, um, that's not good. They Darn. seemed kind of surprised that he was not in the eighteen for this game. I don't know why. Like, obviously, he wasn't going to be. What, what, when you say they seem surprised, do you mean like? Atlanta United or like their fans, their fans and okay. like other people that watch the league, like, Oh, Joseph Martinez isn't in the 18. No shit. Yeah. Like, he has one knee right now. Yeah. And one ankle as well. Um, Alexandre Matriza had a hat trick in this game in 33 minutes. Like, yeah. Turn away. If you have the fear of the number three. Yeah. It's it not was, Triskaidekaphobia, is it? Uh, that's thirteen. Yeah, yeah but you know, what? Let's, just, let's just make up that it's. Right, decaphobia. Sure. Yeah. There we go. 
something like that. Um, Maxi Morales also um, <clears throat> kind of got ran over by the wrong Pogba. Kind of, but also like a little bit of semi going through a smart car. I, I've actually, <laughs> like, I've seen the opposite happen. A and it smart was, car go through a semi. Yeah, it, it was at the U of M campus. There was a semi truck that was just parked, like unloading something. Yeah. And a smart car, obviously texting, just barreled straight into it. <laughs> and it was glorious. Uh, Morales then missed the penalty by about two feet on the yeah, outside. Yeah, it was bad. It was like shanked it. It was like if I had taken a penalty. Yeah. It was that bad. Yeah. It, I mean, that is pretty bad. Uh, Brandon Vasquez got taken down the box by Maxime Cheneau. Uh Pity Martinez converted that one. But then Bear. What what are you doing, man? Like that that was some fantastic moves on this one. Ebert absolutely fucks up LGP's life, and then jukes Brad Zen out of his shin guards. Who Brad Zen forgets he can use his hands? Yeah, for like a split second there. He yeah, just like he feet. just he just freezes like oh shit. Doesn't realize he can go to ground until after the ball's past him and in the back of the yeah. net. Yeah, and he's like, oh man, <laughs> that's like, right. I yeah. wonder why my hands were sweaty and hot. Oh, in these gloves. I, yeah. Why am I wearing a different color shirt and shorts? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but it's okay because yeah, Atlanta. Um, they're still they're still definitely in the playoffs. They're yeah, third. firmly. They so. definitely have. They have home field advantage locked up. Um, I'm not entirely sure about that. But, but NYC is definitely first in the East. Yes. with a bullet. So yes, good for them. Indeed. Although they might not host a game in AG Stadium all playoffs for two dozen reasons with. Well, the Yankees. Yes. Uh, good job, baseball. RSL with a 2-1 home loss against the LA Galaxy. A lot of just agonizing moments for RSL in this game. Sam Johnson fired off the outside of the near post, and then it ricocheted off the inside of the far post. Yeah. I didn't know that could happen. All David Bingham could do was look down in absolute horror as it bounced up each post and out. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of looking on with absolute <laughs> horror, uh, Sasha, what happened to Donnie Toya in this game? Uh, he meant to say, uh, save off the line with his nuts. With and his nuts. He <laughs> didn't have like a can of nuts and he threw those out. No. With, no, no. Like, we, we are, of course, referring to his testicles. Yeah. There's a slowed down version of MLS highlights because those MLS highlights have a sense of humor. They, I mean, it's a very mean sense of humor. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for Donnie well, Toya. It's one of those like, things he probably where... has to watch that again and be like, oh. I mean, how's he not pissing blood after that? It, it was <laughs> it really a shot, too. I mean, it's a, it's one of those things. We've all been hitting the nuts, right? It's, it's all oh, happened to us. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's always funny when it happens to someone else. It really it is. It is. It really is. Yeah. Uh, Pavone with the openers. Lots on wide open in the box for the second. Anawa uh, somehow was kept on side from a defender deflection ahead in the make weight. Um, in between this game and their weekend match, uh, RSL fired GM Craig Weibel. Why? Um, go read the Mike Pecky lawsuit. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, RSL, a great place to work, apparently. Uh Apparently, there are a number of concerns about the workplace environment with uh, Deloy Hansen and pretty much everyone that works for that team. It's too bad that the ones that are acting out against Deloy Hansen are doing so by uh, screaming slurs and obscenities at referees. LAFC 3-1 victors over the Houston Dynamo. Somehow, 
LAFC had not won the Supporters' Shield, so good for them sealing it in this game. Yeah, pretty much straightforward from them the entire game. Uh, Houston does get a goal here, but it is an own goal, so LFC did score four times this game. Good um, for them. Good for them. Um, Vela gets a penalty kick. Diodor Rossi it's a header. Out of, really good diving header. Yeah. Um, by the way, that was almost an own Galazzo. But it was saved by the crossbar. Right. And then Diego Rossi heads it, it in. in. And Atuesta curls on the free kick. Um, but yeah, LFC does what we thought they were going to do since June, which is yeah. win the Supporters' Shield. Yeah. Took them long enough. Portland 2-2 draw against New England. This was a crazy, crazy game. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing really happened until oh, the second half, wasn't yeah. it? The, yeah. I mean, first, first off... off yeah, great save by Steve Clark. I think save of the week. If it hasn't won it, it should have. Yeah. Um, but then the one who got away, Jeremy Babasi, Jerry Ebo with the diving header. Diving header. And then he tries it again and completely flubs it, but it I know, hits but off of his yeah. right back, right calf, and then goes in. Like he misjudged this horribly. Like, where it missed. Or he judged it perfectly. He, he <laughs> no, might, he did not. If he, if he says that in the press conference, he's lying. No, no, yeah. he, he wouldn't. Like, obviously, he. Yeah. But he, he is a man of integrity. He will <laughs> gladly say that was a. He misjudged it by most of his body. That yeah. was a happy accident. <laughs> yes. Uh, but Gustavo Bo scored to bring one back for New England. And then a VAR review very, very late into this game. Uh, Laris Maviala pulled down Wilfred Zahibo in the box in stoppage time. They give the penalty. Carlos Heel equalizes it. And Merritt Paulson, owner, owner of, of the, Timbers. the Timbers, very, very upset about this. Merritt Paulson was upset about something? That, that'll never happen. No. <laughs> I don't believe it. But he, uh, he said enough things that he shouldn't have to the officials that he got fined $100,000. And before we, if we want any comments about that, but let's go back to the foul. Was that a penalty? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It totally was. Pulls Very down by the jersey. Zebo had a right to be angry and asked him for the review, and yeah. it was rightly given. I don't know what he's complaining about. Yep. Steve Clark with a number of very good saves in this game. He's this been, could have been like 6-5 either way. If you would have asked me, like, oh, who's going to be the best uh, goalkeeper in the West by the end of the season, and you and told me, oh, Steve Clark. What? Who? Yeah, no. I mean, Don't you give, Jeff Antonella or the other guy they have there. Yeah, I mean, the third, the, with Antonella going down with an injury, Steve Clark just stepped up, huge. and he's been fantastic for yeah. them. I mean, he, and, two goals went in, but they weren't his fault. No, definitely not. And if anything, New England actually had to sit Matt Turner for this game. Turner's probably in the same boat where just for whatever reason, Brad Friedel did not rate him. He didn't start the season. As soon as Bruce Arena shows up, it's. Turner has dragged that team to the playoffs. Like he's also been great. Yeah. Yeah. You look at that defense. He turned the 2018 loons into a playoff team. That's literally what he did in terms of his shot stopping. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I, I believe you, you know. look at the expected goals. It is uncanny. I mean, yeah, he's Somehow. been very good. Yep. Uh, moving on to our, our last game of the midweek before we did to our sub-segment. San Jose, one. Philadelphia, two. If Jason guys didn't know, Wanda was in the car for this one. They only showed him about 7,000 times in the, in the highlights. But he's in the car for this yeah. one. And um, Wando definitely got shirtless after Jackson Yule scored. Kind of a, a strangely loving embrace around his midsection by some random fan. 
You probably knew the guy's name, right? I don't know, man. I guess if Wando's taking his shirt off in front of you, you just go and cop a feel. Yeah. Wando has a Superman tattoo on his on his shoulder. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. He's a really big fan of Ramirez? Uh, I mean, who he isn't? Did. I know, I know. Heath, he's the, Heath isn't. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was going to see how long we could go through this podcast and not mention Adrian Heath. It's my, it's my favorite candy bar, man. I can't I have to mention every podcast. Magnus Eriksson had a goal called off for offside. Um, Ali Bedoya equalized for Philly, and then five minutes later, Kasper Shabilko scored the game winner. And then uh, VAR overturned a uh, fairly clear penalty by Aurelian Collin late in this one yeah, as well. Uh, Sam's attacker, uh, kind of bad touch on the ball, but Colin doesn't play the ball at all and just plays the attacker and especially shoulders him out of bounds and they both fall over. Penalty was given on the field. Far returns it. I don't see what in the VAR view would have, was clear and obvious and why he overturned it. I don't see why. But. Controversy. Also, it's not my team, so I don't really care that much. So yeah, no, I agree with you. Though it was like it was definitely yeah, a, yeah. a, a penalty, but like yeah, uh, it's like yeah. oh yeah, it didn't really work out that well for yeah. that team that I'm not a fan of. So oh well, who cares? Uh, speaking of teams that we do care about, it's time for our sub segment. That's right. In this segment, <laughs> what? <laughs> In this segment, we discuss Minnesota United FC and look forward only forward only to the motherfucking playoffs. Hell yeah. First time since 2015 NASL playoffs are we in the playoffs. I don't know if that should count, honestly. I mean, it should. I mean, it should, but like, it doesn't count for anyone else yeah. in, on Twitter. So Exactly, exactly. Or in, yeah. 2-1 victory over Sporting Kansas City. Um, early goal by Botan Barath. Um, hand. It's hand. It's hand. It's, it hand. it's, it's hand. 100% his hand. 100% his hand. <laughs> I, I think the best part of this is that Sporting Kansas City were actually the ones that provided the most clear evidence of this with their field level DSLR taking video. And it's so obvious that it hits his hand. It hits like the top of his, of his hand, his wrist area. Yeah. And I was watching that. Uh, highlighted halftime. Like, his fucking Wait, hand. Yeah. What the? Did no one fuck, see man? this? Yeah. Uh, it was just irate out, by the urinal. Everybody saw that except for the video assistant referee. <laughs> cool. But I, we but, probably should have given up a goal in the first half because oh, we were garbage. Right. That I would, was a I would, terrible first half. I would argue we were bad the entire game. We were, um, we were bad the entire game. I we would were argue bad that all but. The last like twenty five minutes, I'd say, which we scored our goals in. Yes, but yes, indeed. We didn't play like that twenty five minutes throughout a whole entire game and not score at all. So I think it's, I think we were bad. We got lucky, and then we just grinded out a victory. Yes, indeed. I don't think there's a lot of good play involved, yeah. honestly. Ozzy Alonso tied it up with a uh, corner that was headed on by Abu Dunlady, and then Botan Barath. Strikes again, also with a part of his body that you're not entirely supposed to be playing balls but off legal. of. legal. Yeah, a legal one, because uh, it bounced off his back when Hassani Dotson hit a mini banger in the 90th minute. <laughs> mini banger. I don't know what that was. That's... I don't know either. <laughs> but like, I, 
I mean, Dotson was like beautifully controlled the ball on that one. You can see him take it like a second touch. He sets it up and he just slots it home. And I love this kid. And what a way to do it to like stoppage time. Yeah. They yeah. take the heat off me for that weird banger talk. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> um, my favorite part of that highlight is Delati's right by Barath. He's trying to make the run. And then like Dotson shoots off Barath. Delati sees the ball, ball doesn't net, turns to go run with the Dotson. He's, he's going the other way. Delati basically shoves over Barath. Yep. as like <laughs> momentum to get back to where Dotson's running to to celebrate. And uh, <laughs> just like so great. So great. Uh, great. So much but, great about that. Uh, that was one of the best highlights. I think that is up there with a Superman goal against the Cosmos with just emotional oh, release. Oh. And by emotional release, I definitely. That's a euphemism. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but was, uh, watching the, the highlight back on Twitter, back at home, and watching uh, right at the end, Sonny's still in the corner with Chase and Mason. They're all hugging. All of the players have like, returned to the field. It's like, I got a little choked up. Yeah. Uh, you can make fun of me if you want. I'd, I'd, I'd have my breath catch for a little bit. And like on, on the beer hall side, Vito Minone was just running around <laughs> aimlessly. He did not know what to do with himself. And that was exactly how everyone on, on that end of the field was. He looked like, like it, it was jubilation in the stands. Are you like sure a- he wasn't just running into the back quickly to get a beer? <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that he did not just grab a beer. Like, he if around, he had, <laughs> fucking legend. Yeah. But he ran around aimlessly like uh, every goalkeeper under the age of seven does. Yeah, so. like, uh, oh, it's great. It's it's hard to describe how fantastic so that moment was. That game ends. We're in the playoffs. We're gonna come down from that high and play the best team in the in the league on Sunday, LAFC. And we tie him 1-1. Yeah. Uh, we played, I mean, again, in the first half, we probably should have gone down a few times. But the second half, again, we come out, uh, Angelo Rodriguez comes in for Mason Toy and makes a huge difference in his first action for, like, what, six weeks? Something like that. Um, had missed time with an injury and then was just kind of frozen out of the team. Strangely. Too. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um, there's... We don't know what happens behind the scenes, but. He was back in today and or today on Sunday and yeah. glad he was. He changed that the momentum of that game. Yeah. Um it, the issue definitely was that his scoring boots were not Yeah. Functional. I don't I give him a little bit of leeway there playing for the first time. He's rusty. Yeah. But he had what three breakaways. Two of those I think were just really good saves by Pablo Cisneda and Joel. And then the third one he probably should have scored. Yeah. There was a little bit of a weird hop. We should definitely mention uh Allianz's turf is an OKC now. Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> wow. So, but that turf was good to us, even though like it was patchy as fuck. Like, I mean, at the yeah, end, at the it, end, it, it like, helped us out. It was like home field advantage, yeah. almost like <laughs> who knows where, how to dodge the potholes. Advantage. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it also, that did take away a goal from Ibarra. There was a weird bounce earlier yeah, in the season. The yeah. Game. So. Yeah, Almost killed Ike in this game. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, that was a scary moment. Um, Ike Opara just jammed his hamstring, basically. I think it was like the quick stop, causing yeah. the cramp up. Yeah, yeah. Um, luckily, he was fine. Um, Carlos Vela did score in this one. That was... I'm not even mad. I'm no. not, I don't blame Moambi Tarot for that. Because like, uh, first off, he's going to be the golden boot winner. He's the best scorer in the league. Yeah. And, you know... Like, like, yeah, and that yeah. was, and 
it does it's interesting to defend Vela because he's on the right hand side as a lefty. He's, you know he's gonna shoot the left hand foot, but or left hand his left foot. But it, if he's gonna shoot the left hand, that's probably <laughs> illegal. illegal. Um, Not if you're Bohemarov. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you don't want to dip up the end line. You're trying to dip up the end line, and that's where his right side is. We have to do that with him, and it's just those yeah. next your training, and then. He's taught him no man's land. Bocce's late getting over. Yeah. Ball just sails over the top of Vito into the perfectly into the corner. And yeah. like nothing anyone can do in that in that play. It's yeah. just and quality at work. Yeah, and it, it doesn't hurt that that was a very good stall and just flip it to that. But it's also the keeper that, that like Vela has the most experience scoring on. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Back from uh, the Arsenal days. Yeah. So hugs all around there. But Michael Boxel. Oh, I mean, we knew he could get a header into the like on frame from the Open Cup final. So well, yeah, on frame. This one <laughs> yeah. actually went in. Yeah. Turns out, no. turns out the score goal on a us. header. He has to be looking away from the net. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no like, look header off of Jan Gregus's free kick. Yeah, the way oh. to get the point is to ha- add style points. Apparently, if, the, if it was street, <laughs> uh, FIFA street, that'd be like a thousand style points and like <laughs> Dame Breaker or whatever. I don't know. I, I never played the FIFA Street. I played uh, NBA Street. Should, should I see two. if I can sign Boxall to my, my Volta team? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Just only to do headers. No look headers, though. No yeah. headers, yeah. The, the one, the, it has to be the 180 backer, yeah. yeah. Um, Great it, delivery, too. Yeah, fantastic delivery. This very much was a game that we held on for a tie. Held on for a tie, but also easily could have won. You yeah. know, Angela had all those chances, but, you know, late. Vela had a chance. I think Rossi had a chance. And it turned on either way. A tie is... And even with the poor first half, was probably fair. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, there I'm, were the, yeah, there were hard stoppers at each end. Like we definitely scared them for a couple times, but then yeah, and they're at the top of our box. And guess what? We didn't lose them all year, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> that is rad. Um, Allianz's field is currently being ripped up. Um, I think it is all it done. Yeah, it? if it's not entirely off by now, it is darn close. It might have been a delay because of you know torrential rains today. Um, it turned out that they were having some uh, drainage blockages that they were completely unaware of, which damaged the root system. It's uh, not good. Not not good. And um, I mean, it's good. We're doing that relay. It's not like there's going to be like a American football game on there anytime soon. So oh, that's, um, wait, what? Caleb. What? Uh, Tommy Johnny game is still going on on 10-19. Is that scheduled. like a, a man named Tom and a man named John no. just having a good old fashioned one on one soccer team? No, um, this is um, two Division three football teams. Oh no 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 no! Why? Like, not only that, this is definitely going to be one of those like in the trenches. Running game football games. Cool. Those, those are never messy. Yeah. <laughs> those so, never just yeah. tear so, up a field. Um, great. Awesome. Uh, if, if the Loons do end up hosting a playoff game, it is expected to happen the following day. Possibly awesome. with the remnants of football lines. Definitely with the remnants of a football game that happened on it less than 24 hours. That's prior. enough time to like fetch everything, right? No, it's really not. <laughs> Cool. So are we hoping for snow then and everything just to freeze prior to the oh. American football game? I mean, <laughs> no. I never thought about because... that before. Also, it's October. I want to yeah. fall this year. Yeah. Like, I, I would much rather, like... You, you get one week. To... You get two weeks of it. Yeah, I guess. 
Gasp. I want to be sunny and fall, not this rainy bullshit yeah. that's been all goddamn day. Uh, before before we go to our break, I do want to do a quick dramatic <laughs> reading oh, from oh. a group text on the twenty seventh of September. All right, um, so I'll uh, Sasha, you be producing Nick, I'll be Notch, and Talon as yourself. Cool. <clears throat> we pay Robin how much? <laughs> Nearly a fucking million. It's fucking team. I'm just mad I had that line about Manny for executive of the year. <laughs> yes, that's right. Salaries came out. Robin Lude <laughs> makes $850,000 guaranteed with about $100,000 in bonuses. He is the second highest paid player on this team. And this has been Tina Defense Masterpiece Theater. I'm so sad. <laughs> Masterpiece Theater is supposed to be uplifting. Or at least it's supposed to have better <laughs> accents than this. Comedies and tragedies, my man. Should we go to the break? Let's go to the break. I think there's nothing else that we can do. We'll be right back with more We Call It Soccer. And we're back. Let's go back into the championship. But the championship is a game. Yes, producer Nick, we've already discussed that it is both a game and all all that fun stuff. Chicago, 2-2 draw against Toronto, ending Chicago's vague hopes of making the playoffs in the final game in Bridgeview. Really, their hopes were over as soon as they signed Calvo, really? Oh, God, yes. Calvo had a fantastic set of Calvo moments in this game. Um, he, at one point, was jogging to try and get it, the ball off of Josie Altidore. Need him rather than make a play for the ball. After he was passed. Yep. Failed to knock Altidore down. The referee, I think, called advantage. And then Josie Altidore megged Kenneth Cronholm, the goalkeeper, for the opener. And you can see Calvo's expression there of like, oh, who who let this guy score on my team? You did. <laughs> you did, you idiot. Alexander Katai with a very nice deke around Omar Gonzalez for uh, the first goal for the fire. Nico Gaetan also crossed over to Fabian Herbers for a headed second. Uh, but then Omar Gonzalez did come good. Uh, headed in the equalizer for Toronto late on. And Toronto very nearly got a winner from our good friend Francisco as well. Yeah, uh, jogging back again. Um, beat out by the ball to the ball by Patrick Mullins. Only thing that saved him was Patrick Mullins shooting wide. Yeah. About a foot. So poor Calvo there. Columbus with a uh, surprise, I guess, 2 0 win at home over Philadelphia. Uh, the highlights in this one picked up after the 50-minute mark, uh, which completely avoided the lengthy delay that they had due to storms. Yeah, uh, nothing happened, but uh, uh, Jonas... In, well, that happened in the first half, but afterwards, uh, Jonas yeah. Mutar opened the storm with a Dotson light finish, just kind of shuffling it on the, uh, the right other side of the box this time, uh, faking shots and didn't pass the defenders for yeah. a nice finish. And then Pedro Santos with a... Fantastic goal. Yeah. Um, he one-timed a bad punch palm 
from. Wait, did you have a falcon punch sound there? Oh. Dodson! Dodson! We've got Dodson here! <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> Okay. Nice. <laughs> Nobody cares. All right. We do uh, care. Where should we pick that up? Everybody cares in the stadium. That's fine. You know, Pedro Santos. Yeah. Pedro Santos has a great goal to finish off uh, Philadelphia for this uh, match. Columbus, 2 nothing. Yeah. Great volley. Um, yeah. One time to really bad punch from Andre Blake. He promptly fell over his own man. And then the Philadelphia defense was livid that Will Trapp was uh, not called for an offside screen, despite the fact that he was standing directly in front of a Philly center back. <laughs> the center back who pointed at Will Trapp and went like, wait, what about him? And <laughs> it'd be explained that like, the offside rule doesn't apply here because you are keeping him on sides, you fucking moron. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> Speaking of idiots, uh, FC Cincinnati, 1-1 draw against Orlando. Guys, what does the number 75 mean to you? I mean, not as much this year as I did last year. So, I mean, or 74 did last year. Yeah. Um, 75, that is the amount of goals that FC Cincinnati have allowed the most in MLS history. There is still a game left. And it's kind of funny that Orlando stored it since they had the record last year or had the record... For worst defense. Yeah. Good for Cincinnati to like break one record this year. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. We should be positive about this. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Alan Cruz scored it for Cincy. Um, they were on top of it for most of the first half. But then 91st minute, Benji Michelle, late substitute, tapped it in just completely unmarked, giving Cincinnati that record. It was a quintessential Cincinnati fuck up goal. Yeah, because they were almost to a clean sheet and it just didn't happen for them. <laughs> Indeed. Montreal won, Atlanta won, Emerson Hindman with a bad heel to Julian Dressel for the first goal. And then Bullion Turkish plays for Montreal? Yes. I, I, no, is he, I thought he's good. Isn't he like the, one of the best attackers in Barcelona at this point uh, in his career? No. Weird. I, I think you stopped playing FIFA in like <laughs> 2011, maybe. Yeah, apparently because he's been he came over from Stoke, right? Where he also flamed out. I think like, so. Like five different teams. Yeah, something once, like that. Once deemed the Nets Nets Messi is now yeah. slumming in Montreal. There's like actually Kevin Messi. Yeah. There is a really, really good article in The Athletic in which he basically talks about the fact that that was a lot of pressure that was very difficult to deal with. Yeah. Go it made check sense. that out. Yeah. Um oh. near the very end, Tito Vialba hit it off the bar, then hit it straight into a defender's face and then buried the finish and then was promptly called offside by VAR. We don't know why. They never showed us where the offside event was. Or if they did, it was definitely not offside. But also, I think the VAR was like, there was not the door and it's like, if you're going to have poutine ever again... You wanted this goal, and like, who can deny poutine? It's yeah. the, one of the greatest foods of all time. I know, like, seriously, like, like fries, sea sturds, and gravy. <sighs> Why isn't that in every single restaurant everywhere? Seriously, like, stupid it's America. Actually, yeah, it's actually difficult <laughs> to find poutine in the summer, which is something that I 
sadly found out. I'm so glad that fall is coming because <laughs> all of a sudden people want cozy food. It's, it's my first stop at the state fair. It's, it's not hard to find Putin stop. in the summer. He's out you know, hunting bears in wild Russia. Uh. <laughs> and that is your Russia corner with Sasha. Thank you, Sasha. <laughs> New England 2-0 win over NYCFC. We can talk about this game or we can just talk about the ridiculousness that is New England in the playoffs. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. We mentioned before, Matt Turner has lifted this defense. I think Zahibo has stepped up. Moving Andrew Farrell inside the center back has also made their defense a lot better. And then the side of Gustavo Bo has just tipped out of their attack. Um, we could just also say that Brad Friedel is a terrible coach. Oh, and yeah, Bruce oh, yeah, Arena absolutely. is a halfway decent coach. That goes coach. without saying, obviously. Also, um, yeah, this, this is really good. And After the game, Bruce Arena said, quote, they've done an exceptional job. I always see the probability of doing this and that. When the U.S. played Trinidad oh, in that last qualifying game, why did you bring it I up? think we had a 99% chance of winning that game. I think we had a 99% chance of not making the playoffs when I came here. As they say, shit happens. Unquote. Okay, I forgive him for everything. That was a great quote. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce Arena. Uh, next game, Red Bulls, nil, DC, nil. Nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, but in the breaking news, Colorado 3, Dallas, nil. Colorado is good. I mean, we've been saying this for how long we've now? We've been asking this for a long time. No, we've moved <laughs> to saying it for like a few weeks I think weeks it's official now. I think we tweeted out from the man in town. Colorado is good. And they have an outside chance of making the playoffs. Um, Robin Fraser has an 83.33% winning percent, winning percentage, winning percentage. Not dangerous out points out of winning. And Anthony Hudson said... That this team had a bunch of bottom feet of players that weren't good enough, and look what happened. A bunch of bottom players. He like, didn't say feeding, he said bottom, which yeah. could be sexual, which choose not to believe I, that. Yeah. I mean I choose to think a that bunch it was of a power s- bottom players. <laughs> dad, don't do it with that, please. <laughs> I love the fact that your dad listens to this and probably knows exactly what you're talking about. John. Here is the scenario that would allow for Colorado to clinch a berth in the MLS Cup playoffs. If they beat LAFC and FC Dallas loses to Sporting Kansas City and San Jose loses to Portland, they're in. Or if Colorado beats LAFC by three goals and Dallas loses to Sporting Kansas City and San Jose ties. If Colorado wins by two goals, the tiebreaker would be goals scored, which they are ahead of San Jose. So again, chaos is entirely possible. If they did win or then get seventh place, they'd play Minnesota at home. If we got second place and beat Seattle and I mean when we get second place. You're going to Seattle Sunders hat right now. Man, way to call me out. <laughs> like, we know that you're a Seattle Sounders fan. We've, we've established this on the show. It is canon. It's fine. We can recognize this. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> sorry, sorry. LA Galaxy 3, Vancouver 4. 
Root for the, Chaos, always. This was the best game to watch after the Minnesota <laughs> game. So good. <laughs> so good for so many reasons. That's Vancouver <laughs> led or was tied the entire game. Yeah, the Galaxy never led. Um, Daniel Henry opened the scoring. Zlatan answers. Theo Bear might have been offside, but who cares? He scored. Uh, Antuna equalizes. Tosan Ricketts scores. Pontius equalizes. He's around. So. I, I honestly thought that he was dead. And then on like the on a corner kick for the Galaxy, as I was at, I didn't go to the game on Sunday f- for the LAFC Minnesota game. Was as it? soon as I we were coming, we were in Wisconsin for most of the day, and yeah. Anyway, I'm to justify it on Mike. You were cold. <laughs> That's why it was warm in my basement. <laughs> but it goes from they were from the feed, and it's still uh, the same commentary team that was doing Minnesota. They're still, and they're talking about. The Galaxy team and it goes straight to that you know, corner kick for Galaxy. Watch it happens. So yeah. I think it was Stu Holden who was the talk time today. But oh no, they have too many people up. Too many people forward. Turn out Conrad's had two on David Bingham and they score. And it was, obvious, beautiful. It was beautiful. As soon as so, they switched over feeds, it was great. So great. So great. RSL with a 2 1 win over Houston. Uh, Corey Baird scored within 34 seconds in this game. Uh, Tommy McNamara, multiple times where he was unable to score. Uh, first, he scored the equalizer, but it got varred away. Then um, the post and Aaron Herrera uh, got in the way <clears throat> of his other goal chance. Um, there was a very crazy angle um, for Nick Romando, unable to save that for Houston's goal. Yeah. Uh, but Jefferson Savarino <coughs> really picking a good time mm. to heat up again. Um, scored the winner in the 75th. Is that, that's minutes. not his name right now. It's Jefferson Severi, yes, according to the announcer. God damn it, Brian Dunseth. Don't <laughs> do that ever again. And now it's time for a bunch of red cards to talk about in the last two games. San Jose lose 1-0 to Seattle in the 94th minute on a Jordan Morris goal. Um, big news out of this game is that Tommy Thompson accidentally but not really smacked a San Jose or smacked a Seattle player. He's going to be suspended for the last game. He's been critical for them as they desperately need a win to secure the playoffs. Um, Xavier Ariaga then got a second yellow for a professional foul. Uh, he is going to miss the game against the loons. The same time that Roman Torres comes back from a 10 game suspension for performance enhancing substances cool uh late jordan Morris goal in this one um moving on to the stac uh portland game 2-2 more red cards more red cards indeed uh brian fernandez and roger espinoza were sent off in the 36th minute of this one uh fernandez kind of slapped the back of felipe gutierrez's neck uh roger espinoza at least like actually choked somebody so that it's not cool that he choked somebody, but at least he got his money's worth for a red card. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, then in 83rd minute, Ilya Sanchez got sent off uh, for a dog soap penalty against a Babasi. Um, that ended up getting put away by Darren Espria for the equalizer. Uh, worth noting, a couple of goal scorers that could have really, really helped SKC throughout this year, Christian Namath and Daniel Shallowy, both scoring... For the first time, Namath since May, Shallowy since last season. SKC 
the team that I picked to possibly be the best team in the West at the start of this season. I looked back just to see how bad my take was. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, stop pounding on your bad takes and let's move on to T-Pope Alive. Just hoping the U.S. national team, men's national team, can qualify the World Cup this year or in the future and celebrate the women's winning, women winning their national. Oh, I totally fucked that up, didn't I? That's not so easy. I don't know what to do. We just edit all my stuff out for the past like two minutes. Oh, yeah, Nick is saying no. Yeah, cool. Oh, damn it. I, um, the big news for uh, the U.S. Hmm. Uh, the January camp for the men's national team is happening in Qatar this year because apparently you need to start mm. getting ready for a World Cup that should not happen in Qatar. Very presumptuous that you all should be there early. for the actual World Cup. Seriously, like, I, I don't get it. This is another opportunity to like put players in danger? I don't know. Yeah, and are the stadiums even ready? Um, I mean, they do have a domestic league, so okay. so won't be the probably the same. Yeah, same as they, if we did make it, we'd we be playing in for the World Cup. Yeah, which is in fucking November. Weird. Uh. It it makes absolutely no sense. Um, the U.S. national team for uh, Nations League will probably be announced by the time that you hear this, but we are um, not psychics. Sorry. Like, we, we can't predict the future. Apparently, Brendan Aronson is going to be in the team. Cool. That, good good for him, only, I guess. Yeah, that, that is actually a very uh, good work by him. 18 years old and killing it in MLS. Can't wait to put all of my hopes on him, and then we actually has an average game to just hate on him on Twitter. Sounds like U.S. fandom. With that, let's move into our next segment. They call it football. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. Yes, that's right. They might have come up with the word soccer, but the English don't call it that. In this segment, we talk about football from the United Kingdom. Sheffield United with a... No, not not, not feeling it. Yeah, neither. But you know what? I'd give you props for trying. Yeah, yeah. It it was an attempt. Uh, Sheffield United, 1-0 loss against Leicester... Liverpool? It's Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, we won. Yeah. Come on, Wait nice. a minute. Hold on. Liverpool could only beat Sheffield 1 0. Yeah, we won this week. I'm, I'm going to say, like, I think Sheffield, I think this proves Sheffield is better than Chelsea. But also, that's not, that's not a high bar right now. Yeah. <laughs> they tied I mean, Chelsea, did they? Sheffield did. I'm pretty yeah, sure. And, yeah, and yeah. Liverpool beat them. So. Yeah. Hey, transitive properties. Uh, Chelsea did get a 2 0 win over Brighton. Uh, Bournemouth. Or blah, Bournemouth. It's been it's been a day. You guys. know, as you do this part, do you want me to take over for the? Go for it. <laughs> Bournemouth two, uh, West Ham United. Wham. Also two. Uh, Aston Villa two, Burnley two, Chelsea two, Brighton Hove Albion nil. I said that. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Palace two, Norwich nil. Uh, Tottenham two, Southampton one. Boo. This game was Boo-hiss. nuts. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Serge Aurier got sent off. Early on in this game for two really dumb fouls. Yeah. Sounds like Sergio. Uh Hugh Delaris uh Howler. Yeah, that's right. Alert. This was this game. And yet somehow they Tries still... to do a Troy turn in his own box and 
Danny Ainge just takes it right off of him. Like, Hugo Lloris, I think, is what happens when goalkeepers get mad cow disease. Um, <laughs> Wolves with a 2-0 win over Watford, their first win on the season. Uh, scary moment in the uh, Manchester City 3-1 win over Everton. Uh, Theo Walcott knocked out by a cross in the fifth minute. Yeah, hopefully going through uh, some sort of contention protocol. Uh, hopefully he didn't recover yes. from that. Uh, Everton would on to lose one to three to Manchester City. Uh, Leicester five, Newcastle nil. Isaac Hayden sent off, and all hell broke loose. And Jamie Vardy had a hat trick. Yeah, like reading Newcastle's tweets about this, it was just like, what happened? Jamie Vardy has more goals in less appearances than Christian, Cristiano Ronaldo did for Manchester United. It doesn't surprise me. He's having a good season. Yeah. I'm just saying. So Jamie Vardy's better. We're all agreed on this table. I mean, I right, have him on my fantasy on. team. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Um, and then 1-1 draw between Manchester United and Arsenal. Uh, fantastic goal from Scott McTominay. It's still just 22 years old. Uh, but Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang equalizing in the 59th. Really not that great of a game. Otherwise, it's, it's feeling like Aubameyang's just digging him out of a hole every week. Yeah, yeah, that that's what Pierre Emerick Aubameyang is supposed to do. Let's move into our next segment. They don't call it soccer in brackets. Some do, though, where we talk about soccer from the rest of the world. First things first, in the Bundesliga, in nine matches, eight. Away wins and an away draw. It is the first time ever that every single home team dropped points in the same weekend. <laughs> Best game of the weekend, though, uh, Rosenball Sport to Leipzig. Um, sorry, uh, Red Bull Leipzig. Uh, lost Pour one, one, out. <laughs> one to three to Schalke. Uh, for those of you who might not know, uh, David Wagner, who was at uh, Huddersfield last couple seasons i left them mid-season last year noted american david Wagner. yeah american in like quotation marks because he's do very played, german do you played multiple times for the u.s national team yeah i mean he's an american international yeah. player but i think he would he came up through say, a german system yeah i think he would say he's, he's german. one of us he's <laughs> one sure. of us sure. yeah, but, yeah just in the same way that jermaine jones is yes yeah very much. And, yeah uh what's his name fabian johnson and uh timmy chandler yeah all those guys are uh, ones of us. John Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. There we go. But it's 3-1 win for Schalke, probably the mm. result of the weekend. Uh, if you get a chance, you should watch the highlights from this game because Leipzig actually kind of got cheated. They had the first opportunity to score, and it bounces like crossbar down and out. And like it had enough power, and it should have been in the back. Absolutely uh, should have. Ridiculous. Top six after six games, Bayern Munich ahead on 14 points. There are five teams with 13. Leipzig and Freiburg are split by goal scored. Schalke, Gladbach, and Leverkusen follow on goal differential. In La Liga, uh, the Madrid derby ended nil-nil between Atletico and Real. Uh, Real Madrid leading the league with 15. Granada is still in second place, tied with Atletico on 14. Uh, Barcelona, Real Sociedad, and Sevilla are all on 13 points. I had to look up last time Granada was in La Liga at the top. Like at the top, that was back in 2016. They finished dead last. 
like with five losses at the end of their season. And suddenly stop. now stop, stop. <laughs> we want to believe. No, we I am. want I, to believe. No, I want to believe. Definitely. I like. Why not have them win it? It would be awesome. <laughs> uh, in Liga, no surprise there. Uh, PSG lead on eighteen points. A bit of a surprise. Angers and Nantes are tied with sixteen points. Lille, Marseille, and Nice follow. It's time I'll, for I'll, our I'll in here. A uh, couple of games of the Champions League that happened just this mo- this afternoon. Um, we want to bring up. Uh, first off, Real Madrid tied Club Bruges. Yeah, I'm making you wait. 2-2. Uh, Which puts them at the bottom of Group A. The bottom of Group A. Um, my main man, Simon Mignolet, holding down goalkeeper for Club Bruges. We're number 88, which is odd. Um, but fine. Yeah. We've waited long enough. We've waited so patiently. Uh, Spurs 2, Bayern Munich 7. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And if like if you had to guess who scored the most goals like in this game for Bayern, like who would you guess naturally? Right? Lewandowski, Coutinho, probably? No. <laughs> Frank is not there anymore. Yeah. Serge motherfucking Gnabry. You mean That's Arsenal's who. former? Hey, I but, mean, it hurts, but also helps. Don't doesn't remind it? me of the fact that we sold him for like two million euro. Well, did she loan him out to West Brom and Tony Pulis said he's not good enough? Okay, at that, that level? is because Tony Pulis is a fucking idiot. Yeah, like everyone <laughs> understands that. You should print out that quote and just hold it up with every scores. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> once a gunner, always a gunner. That man yeah. tweeted out afterwards saying, "North London is red," and it was a photo of him wearing his red Bayern music. And the stadium was at uh, the. Tottenham, new, yeah, at, new Tottenham uh, Stadium. New Tottenham Stadium, and which makes it even better because all the sad Tottenham fans in the background. Oh, it's like, it was just, what's it happening? Was glorious. What it is happening? So, so losing, good. man. Also, Spurs, like, yeah, Spurs scored first somehow, and then it was two-one Bayern at half. Gnabry scored all four of his goals in the second half. Two of them within two minutes of one another. It, it was embarrassing. In the best possible way. I was so, so happy. And the PSG beat Galatasaray 1-0. <laughs> uh, notably, Neymar not on the field or uh, on the bench for this. So, That's good. surprising. Yeah. yeah. It, it might, be, might be better without him. I mean, Maybe. the world. <laughs> it's a classic Ewing effect. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yes, yeah. That, that is a very, very good Ewing effect soccer I'll play. get Bill Simmons on the phone. Do it. He's not answering. Oh, bummer. That's because you're using a banana. <laughs> well, it's weird that this phone number only has six digits. Is that something that only uh, fans will have? Yeah. You might have just written just random numbers on it. That... Try this out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very embarrassed. You should be. Let's move on to our next segment before I get more embarrassed. To uh, Confessions. In this segment, Colin confesses all he knows and you should forget. So during the Club America Chivas de Guadalajara matchup, um, Gio Dos Santos suffered a, a grisly, grisly injury at the boot of Antonio Briseño. Oh. Um, I don't know if you've seen this. You, you posted about that, and then I, against my better judgment, looked it up on Twitter and re- yeah. immediately regretted it. Yeah, 
it, it was one of those where every single person that I know that posts anything about soccer posted something to the effect of do not look up this video. So of course y- you look up the video and sure enough, the dude had like a musket sized hole in his leg. And it caused me to wonder how in the hell does a high boot result in a musket sized hole in somebody's leg? Obviously, Brasenio got a red card for it for violent conduct. He is likely to be suspended for quite some time. However, I have some news for you. This was not just any high boot. This wasn't even like a punk show Doc Martin boot into <laughs> Gio Dos Santos's leg. Rather, remember when I said it looked like a musket? Sure enough, Antonio Briseño was wearing some prototype boots on the day that actually fire musket shot out of the toes. That gives a new meaning to like Adidas Predator. Exactly. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I don't know how these things are going to be legal. Like, set aside, like, IFAB laws of the game. I don't know a single country in which you can have shoes that double as guns outside of the United States. I mean, outside of most video games, you can't have those. Like, this like, is some jing. For sure, some, like, gun shoes in, like, was it Final Fantasy game somewhere, maybe? I, I mean, one? I'm... I the only other place I can think of it would be a James Bond movie. I mean, in Kingsman, they have the poison knife tip in the boot. But that this is yeah, like, quite a step up. Yeah, I like, think it is. It is a golden package unlock in uh, FIFA Volta, though. If you did that, watch <laughs> out! God, seriously. <laughs> With that, let's call it another evening. Let's tell good people where to find us on Twitter. Sasha, where you at? I'm at Pickup Line. I'm at Olson 716 You can see me tweeting sadly about the Brewers and the end of the season because they lost tonight. Aww. In heartbreaking fashion, they're up 3-1 and then a bases-clearing double in the eighth for the Nationals. I feel so sorry Four, for three. you, you Liverpool fan. You have nothing to be happy about. It's a different sport. It's a Brewers team <laughs> yeah. that I've followed a little for longer. But it's true. On to the like, next. Their, yeah. Our end of the season run was fantastic and I didn't expect it to be in the playoffs at all. So this was kind of a nice treat to see us in the playoffs. Uh, speaking about tweeting about not expecting to see us in the playoffs. Oh, wait. Um, sorry. I'm not anyone from MLSsoccer.com. Uh, you can find me at the attachment. You can find my writings over at E Pluribus Lunum. I have a, a little bit of news coming up there. Maybe by the time that you hear this about uh, some new programming for Minneapolis City. Uh, you can find our producer, Nick Rodriguez, whose views and soccer and politics and Apple products, those can all be found at Nick Rodriguez on Twitter. Tell your friends to listen to We Call It Soccer. You'll find us on any good podcast provider. And some bad ones, too. Yeah, a, a couple of them. Some of them do not update their RSS feeds well enough. With that, we bid you do for a, another seven days. We shall see you next week. See ya.